Hey everyone, I've been doing a lot of traveling over the last couple of weeks and I've also just been able to check in with myself and also just expose myself to a lot of different ideas, different relationships that I formed at different times in my life and to really slow down a bit. There's been one ideal that I've both been exposed to and also have been able to come back to through that exposure. When I was in... When I was in Colombia, I was in Bogota during the weekend of the presidential election. And during that election, the president, well, the incoming president, Gustavo Petro, won the nomination and will be the president of Colombia in about a month or so in in August. And when I was in Bogota, I had the privilege of being able to attend his presidential speech inside of the Movistar Arena. He spoke for about 40 minutes, and in that speech, I was really impressed by specifically one aspect of his platform. He took more than five minutes in really hammering down on the importance of one point, which really caught my attention because I hadn't really heard it recently in many political dialogues and discussions, especially inside of my country of the United States, one that is currently very polarized politically. And that point was this. He understood that his victory was monumental in the history of the country. And yet at the same time, within that context, he knew that his government would not be able to be successful if it was one of animosity and one of resentment for the lack of progress in the many areas that his party is devoted to promoting. And instead of cutting out and excluding these other political parties, these other political opponents from his future presidency, he instead took the time to explicitly invite all of them to his incoming political platform. He invited all of them to conversations to discuss key issues, to include their perspectives, to bring in their points of view, which differ quite significantly from those of his. Yet, it was a statement of humility. It was one of recognizing, I have these beliefs, I have these views. And I recognize that I, as much as I may know, am limited. And my limits go as far as my convictions. And in order to surpass my limits and in order to really encircle what it means to understand something and to do something well, I cannot do it alone. And in fact, I need to do it with others. I need to invite other opinions in, especially those that diverge from my own. I must invite them and I must have them present if I am to be successful. And that's a point of view which I just deeply appreciate. It's something that is a, a core value of mine. 
inviting in new perspectives and constantly seeking them out, especially those that you disagree with. Those are fundamentally critical if we are to better understand ourselves, our societies, and to make changes that are actually meaningful and impactful and that last over time and that bring people together. And thus hearing Petro really spend that time making that statement and really clamoring over it, inviting people in by name, inviting the opponent he competed against in the presidential election, inviting the past presidents, the leaders of the opposing parties in to that government, in to that conversation and discussion. It's critical. And that led me back to a series of thoughts and a series of ideas, which for me have just been been things that I've had a hard time to hold on to inside of the day-to-day interactions that I've had, especially professionally. This idea of seeking out and welcoming and encouraging others to seek out perspectives that diverge from the ones toward which we have a tendency is hard to come by. Yet it's clearly a fundamental ideal. Coming back to really important texts like John Stuart Mill's On Liberty, that text is foundational for what it means to have a functional democracy. And to come back to that and to realize just how important it was for Mill to create a public sphere in which all opinions could be heard, said about, and discussed openly, rather than creating an environment where people are afraid to share their beliefs, an environment where people are scared to authentically say the different points of view which they may carry. One where others are clearly disencouraging the expression of those different differing ideas and differential opinions. The importance of that comes out once again when I hear someone like Gustavo Petro give his speech to the nation addressing Colombians and inviting others in. It's a beautiful ideal and it's one that I hope is sincerely upheld. And now it is one which I lament has been removed from the public space inside of the United States of America and inside of many other countries that are currently experiencing political polarization. It is an ideal that comes out in one of my favorite books as well, which is The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. It is one in which Haidt does a beautiful job of explaining uh, the moral foundations that we carry with us and the limits of our minds, the limits that we carry in our reasoning, the limits that we carry in our ability to seek truth because we frequently base our judgments on emotional intuitions and our rationality really only serves our passions as David Hume so beautifully explains in his philosophy. Height takes this on and does a tremendous job of really explaining the many moral foundations that we as humans have and how that has to do with religion, morality, politics, 
and a key fundamental part of Haidt's argument and, and what he identifies as key for a well-functioning society is exactly that that John Stuart Mill is talking about in his work, creating a public sphere where people are not afraid to discuss ideas, where people are not scared or offended by the expression of those ideals, and where people can openly discuss and openly share and openly debate ideas without fear of any repercussion to just discuss, not necessarily to act on those ideas, but to discuss those ideas, to work through those ideas. Which Petro, in his speech uh, as the incoming president of Colombia, did a tremendous job of inviting, creating the beginnings of a public sphere as that, which, as I said earlier, I desperately hope is upheld and can serve as an example and can serve as a base for other countries, both in Latin America and across the world, to be able to use as a platform for what a functional democracy could look like, what an improved democracy could look like, what a developing democracy could look like. And I sincerely hope that that can be upheld so that my country can follow suit and many others, either before us or after us, It's just something that I, I, I have a hard time to articulate exactly why I have that fear and that issue and that feeling in my gut about why there is that hesitation, at least for me in, in the professional sphere. I think that I could go into detail on that, but it's probably not for here. And I think I would need to be much more precise in my speech to really clearly articulate that. Yet... In conclusion, I think this point of creating this open sphere of communication, of debate, of the discussion of ideas, be it the ones you support or the ones you are vehemently against, there's typically something to learn. And when you hear those ideas that you're vehemently against, you can start to consider alternative points of view and points of view that are perhaps more synthesis and points of view and details of your own point of view that you were not able to articulate before. And that is why it is so important, so, so important to always involve other points of view so that we can have the most refined, the most detailed, the most well understood and comprehensive platform of ideas that we can put out to the public before we enact policy, before we make things happen and before we try things out. That is what we want and I sincerely believe that that is what we need. I'll be back soon with more. Um, I really want to dig in more to Heights ideas and to really talk through them more on, on this podcast, which I'm revisiting his book now to be able to do. So hopefully in some upcoming episodes over the next couple of months, we can dig more into that. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And as always, much, much love. In the meantime, take care. Cheers.